0: everyone, welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Cheven, as always, coming to you from my bathroom floor. Well, this time it's not my bathroom, it's actually my sister's bathroom, because I'm still in Israel for my nephew's bar mitzvah. For anyone who doesn't know, bar mitzvah is when a man turns 13. They have a party, so basically we just dance to oldies and rap music, and it was basically a club for 13-year-olds tonight, but whatever. But here I am. It is really late in Israel because we are seven hours ahead of New York, and I'm sitting in the upstairs bathroom with myself, well, obviously me, my sister Laura, my sister Carolyn, and my best friend Beth. If they'd like to be part of segments, they can. Right now they're told not to laugh, not to talk because they're gonna ruin it. But we are all here, and it's actually very funny because my entire, and I mean my entire family, is together this weekend. So as you may know or may think, it can be a lot. And they all wanted to get involved in the podcast. My dad, shout out Apple, hello, wanted to get involved into the podcast. Yes, my parents listened to my podcast, which those of you who are active loyal listeners you could see how awkward that is and how uncomfortable that is for me but my parents listen to my podcast in the car together when they're going you know to the grocery store or out to dinner or you know just taking a drive to the mall yes they're listening to zero correlation so if my parents are listening to it maybe yours can too but they probably shouldn't because this is not for people over the age of Fifty. I was gonna say forty, but my other sister is forty and she listens to this, so that's not nice. Shout out to Heather. Do a great party. But again, I digress very easily, as you all know. Everyone wanted to get involved. My dad wants to be a co-writer, clearly, and he just tells me all his thoughts and ideas, which are always appreciated. And everyone wants to be a guest on the podcast, but it is currently very late here, so I am recording late. So whoever is awake can be part of the podcast. But we have been together now, all of us, since Thursday, which has been a lot. And we are all still here together in Israel till Wednesday. So like I said, it is a lot. And you know when the word a lot is really the only way you could describe something? Just a lot. That's my family. I'm one of five girls, lots of nieces and nephews, lots of people, just a lot. But we have fun together. Each one's kind of louder than the next because... Like I said, we're five girls. Um, You kind of had to, you know, be the loudest one to get a word in edgewise in my house growing up. So it was loud a lot, but we had the best time. And we're in Israel, and Israel is the funnest place and the weirdest place. Only the weirdest things happen in Israel. So if you'd like to keep listening and find out how my week's been going, stay tuned. So... Being in Israel, for those of you who have been here, their bus system is great because there's a lot of buses to go a lot of places, but also horrible. Literally, it reminds me of every man I've ever had in my past. Laura, don't you agree? Think about it, guys.
1: Buses and men. Buses in Israel and men. Not reliable. Smelly. Not really good for the environment. Or you're... Or your stomach, let's be real, nauseous. Um, And it never
0: comes when it's supposed to. It is so anxiety-provoking. So anxiety-provoking and so unpredictable. Like, you guys know I always say it, don't play games. If you like me, tell me. If you want to be with me, tell me. But, like, really? Really? The Israeli bus system could not be more like men of my past. I really hope it's not men of my future like that, you know, Lou?
1: I really hope. I hope that men of our future are nothing like the Israeli bus system.
0: I think the Israeli bus system is, like, there to give me anxiety. Like, I can't.
1: Literally every time I take a bus to a frat, which is what we did today... I literally can't even think about if I'm going to make it or not because it's always such a close call. Like, is it going to come a minute early, a minute late? Is it going to come at all? Is he going to text me? Is he not going to text
0: me? Is he going to ghost me? Like, it's literally the same thing. Like, does he like me? And also, we were on a bus the other day and the bus driver went the wrong direction and the entire bus is like hello dude you made a right when you need to make a left and isn't that like every guy you know like
1: he's very clearly making the wrong decision and going the wrong way and you're like dude you're going the wrong way and they're like no i'm not i'm going the right way look it's over there and everyone's like no no you're not legit the same and of course the bus driver was a male she was but that's besides
0: the point irrelevant, <laughs> point. irrelevant. but seriously like Ugh, I cannot it was so stressful today we literally almost didn't make our bus and it literally just had me thinking like men are the Israeli bus system and I know Israel is a really young country so like we have to cut it some slack but like really please get it together because it was just stressful for me today think about it guys
1: America in their 70s was like Civil War time so we really got to come to some slack
0: true we are definitely farther along than America Because what is it? 71 years old? Uh, I think 70. No, 71. 72 this April? Yes. Right. So again, America was definitely in the civil war now and they were like killing like their own brothers and hating each other. and So like really Israel's doing great in comparison. I think Israel should get like a gold star at least, you know? At least one. Or maybe a cookie. Definitely a cookie. And like, I don't know. So those are our thoughts on the bus today and we just thought we'd share it with all of you because it was just a lot for me. It was a lot. But we made it back to where we needed to go, and if anyone's wondering, we did make our bus by, like, 30 seconds, and my dad was with us, and I don't know if he was stressed, but we were stressed. I feel like it was just us. I think we were so stressed that we couldn't even talk about how stressed we were, and, like, it was just bad.
1: So we didn't even relay it to him, so therefore he didn't even really understand what was going on, that we almost missed it.
0: And if we missed it, we had to wait another hour, because, again, the bus never comes as opposed to, and it makes you wait so long. So long, just like men like men i'm not a man hater laura's not a man hater we love oh, men i love men it can also be a woman man Person, anybody,
1: alien human extraterrestrial
0: extraterrestrial yes like et
1: yes like you're so hypnotizing <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anyone doesn't know it's laura trying to sing Katy perry but she yes. clearly cannot But, yeah, that was the Israeli bus system. If you haven't been to Israel, you should come into great country. If you have and you've taken the buses, really, my sincerest apologies. And you know our pain. You feel me. You really, really feel me. So, like I said, I'm coming to you from my sister's bathroom. And there is four people in this bathroom. And this bathroom is much larger than the one I have at home. But it still is pretty small. So we have two people sitting, sharing a toilet seat. Laura's on top of the bathtub and I'm on the floor with the door closed because it's past midnight here in Israel and everyone else is sleeping. But I still need to stay true to my followers, you know? Like, you know how I always talk about keeping yourself accountable? I keep myself accountable by still recording in the bathroom, even though frot 's quiet and my sister's house is quiet right now, I could record somewhere else. I'm keeping myself accountable and recording in the bathroom. And my sister Carolyn, who is sitting on the toilet seat, not on the toilet, the toilet's closed, but she's on the seat, is a champ at holding herself accountable. Um, So for being March 1st and all, she can give you some accountable tips and tricks for the new month because we had Big big Energy January, Fresh Start February, and now it's tips and tricks march so carolyn do you have anything relatable funny exciting non-exciting great to share with anybody involved in this podcast in this
2: bathroom and now she's laughing <laughs> i would just like to say that fresh start feb wait what did you call fresh it start february okay everything besides march rhymes <laughs> Not uh Big dick energy January. Oh, you're right. That doesn't rhyme. That doesn't rhyme. What did you say? Fresh? fresh
0: start February. And what are we at? Tricks. Tricks tips, and tips tips, tips. tips and tricks. tricks. Okay, so I think... Wait, before she says, everyone let me know. The mm-hmm. snacks and facts rhyme oh
2: my god they do our
0: sister has an
1: english major and she literally no, she
2: is an english major
1: no she's an english teacher
2: no she her her degree is in english
1: whatever she went to college and got a degree in english and she told us that snacks and facts do not rhyme carolyn cheryl beth and i all agree that they do and our father who's way more wise than all of us put together okay shout out to dad shout out to abba we love you so heather is wrong <laughs>
2: Okay.
0: Here's (laughs) back to tips and tricks with Carolyn.
2: Okay. So I think my favorite thing to do um, when a new month comes is sit down and look at my past month and see like what happened in that month. And you know, if I made goals, did I meet them? If I didn't make goals, well, why didn't I make goals? And um, so I sat last night looking over February and then this morning, I sat down, realized what I did wrong in February or what I did right, and then made my goals according to that. So one of my biggest, biggest tips is to sit down and make goals. Um, I know it's scary. Uh, I used to never, ever, ever make goals because I didn't want to feel like a failure. And when you don't meet a goal, sometimes you feel like a failure. So I never made them. But I realized that the most important thing to this is to set goals because it doesn't make you a failure if you don't meet even one goal, um, because that's not how this works. So that's my number one trick. Um, a second trick that I really love is to figure out what it is that you're actually looking to do not We're as looking an, to accomplish right not as a goal like just like what is it that you want in life like my sister cheryl when before she made this podcast we sat down and she's like okay i want to make a podcast and i was like well what do you want the podcast to be so instead of just jumping into something we sat we figured out what is this thing that you want to create i'm all about like what it is that you want to create i happen to create a lot of health so when i sit down in my months i I figure out what it is that I need to do to make sure that I keep myself accountable in health. So if that means that I'm going to something and I know that a trigger for me might be there, so I'm going to figure out a way around making sure that I don't give up on my goals. Um, And now I lost my train of thought. So that's excellent. Oh, it's fine. I go on tangents with my train of thought (laughs) and digress all the time.
0: But I think basically the bottom line is that... It doesn't matter if you don't meet a goal, holding yourself accountable as the fact that I'm still sitting on this bathroom floor because that's where I record my podcast in the bathroom. I think that's just most important. Um, a lot of times also I'll talk out loud about something I told myself I'm going to do. Like I talk on here and say what I'm going to do, or I talk on my Insta story because that way everyone, you know, knows. So it kind of forces me to hold myself accountable.
2: Yeah. I find that that's a really great tip. Actually, Cheryl, I find that when I post on Facebook or I say I'm going to do something, it almost tricks my mind into not allowing me to do something else. So if I say to someone, I, you know, I do X Y Z, I. I'm going to exercise three times a week. I'm going to make sure to get, you know, my hundred ounces of water in every day, which is just, by the way, really, really good for you. So if you do not drink water, now is the time to start. Start drinking water. Um, So if I say that out loud in front of people, even if no one sees my post on the off chance that one person does, I know that it's helping me stay accountable.
0: Because also I think like letting yourself down is one thing, but letting other people down is much harder and like harsher.
2: But on that point, when you do let yourself down, do not beat yourself up because that is not going to help you. You kind of have to look at it and say, okay, I didn't do what I wanted to do, but I'm human. You can give yourself grace. It is okay. You are allowed to be human. Like
0: I always say, this is why there's erasers on pencils. That's cliche as that is. And we're meant to make mistakes. We're humans. We're made flawed. So I think that's like something we really have to remember that like – just because you make a mistake today doesn't mean you're going to make it tomorrow. And it's fine that you made a mistake because every day you're doing better than you were the day before.
2: And we are not cliche at all. Oh, I'm so cliche. (laughs) I'm
0: literally one big walking cliche. I
2: love romance. I love happy endings. Oh, I'm one big cliche. (laughs) No, but but what Cheryl is saying is absolutely 100% correct. I actually help a lot of people um, change habits. And I see how, you know, we go from wanting to make a habit to actually starting the habit. Um, and then once that habit's down, you realize, oh my goodness, like it's so, so, so simple. Like you just start and I'm not saying anything's easy. It's not easy, but it is simple. 21 days to create a habit, 90 days to solidify that habit. Um, and that also works in the opposite. So if you are breaking a habit, it takes 21 days to consider, consecutively break a habit, you will have broken that habit. Um, so if you have bad habits, it works that way. And if you want to create good habits, it works the same way. Um, it might be a good time to start thinking like what it is that you want from life, just because, you know, you only have one. And it's March.
0: Like we are already two months down people, so let's get this year 2020, Big Dick Energy. Again, if you don't know what big dick energy is, you don't have it. But thank you, Carolyn, for all the tips and tricks. Stay tuned. So, I also need to share the embarrassing thing that happened to me today. I'm in no way shape or form completely 100% bilingual. I'm just not. But my Hebrew is pretty good. I will say it is pretty good. And it's pretty good proper English, pretty well, it's not pretty well, so it has to be pretty good. I was walking with Laura, Beth, and my dad today in Jerusalem. And a store owner, like a shop owner, was outside his store, and he was offering, I don't know, sugar-free, chalva, chocolate, crap, I don't know. First of all, chalva is disgusting, tastes like cobwebs. Second of all, just no bueno. So... I meant to say in Hebrew, no thank you, but instead, no good came out of my mouth. So, I basically told the store owner that his food sucked and was horrible and was not good, A, before I even tried it, B, it was just rude. I was so embarrassed, and it, but then I really realized, first of all, I'm never going to see him ever again. So, don't be embarrassed. Second of all, it was quite funny. Third of all, that is like one of the most neat things to ever happen like ever it's just so typical me and then I reminded myself that at least I stay on brand I'm always on brand I'm so myself all the time laughing at myself and just being me and then I also remember that being me isn't isn't so bad Beth doesn't want to speak on the podcast but you should just know she's here she's a silent party in it all She doesn't want to talk. She's very shy. I mean, if anyone knows her who's listening knows that she isn't shy, but she doesn't want to talk. So we are respecting her wishes to not be on the podcast. But you should just know, this is a live audience right now. And she is currently here with us. What, Laura?
1: In the process.
0: In the process. She's in the process right now. She's currently giving a back massage. I'm a very supportive. There you hear it, people. I hope you heard her voice. She's a very supportive and loving and caring person. But again, as always, I digress. There's so much that's happened this week and I'm so tired and I want to tell it all to you guys. But you know when there's so much going on that you just can't pinpoint and think of a one thing to say or do because you're just so tired That's kind of where I'm at right now. Last week I was a little delirious. Jet lag. I'm not jet lag anymore. It was just a family packed bar mitzvah crazy weekend. We had a club party tonight for my nephew. And I'm just at the point where I'm just so tired I can't even share all my thoughts. So those are my thoughts so far, and that's really all you're getting right now. Half a thought. You're getting half my thoughts. Welcome back. And now, as always, as you all know, my favorite segment, share explaining. If you don't know what that is, it's when I take a definition, usually from Urban Dictionary, and then give you my definition and my interpretation of it. Um, It really is my favorite part because not only am I learning new terms, I feel like I'm really helping the people. You're the people. So I'm helping you and educating you as I'm educating and helping myself. So this week's ShareSplain is white clawing. I've never heard of white clawing before, but Elite Daily, which is also a similar to a bustle type of uh website, says this. Dating in 2020 is a minefield, y'all. Between orbiting, breadcoming, gasping, gold old fashioned, ghosting, there's a multitude of potential hazards you could run into while you try to meet, quote quote, the one, or at least the one for right now. Most of those I've explained, maybe the rest we'll get to at some point. But back to the definition, the latest term to wrap your mind around is white clawing. Yes, white claw like my favorite spike seltzer. I love spike seltzer. I don't know about anybody else, but I love it. White clawing is probably something you've already practiced at least once. What is white clawing, you may ask? This trend refers to dating someone exclusively for their dazzling good looks, even if you find them to be dull AF. It's named after the popular Spike Seltzer brand, which many might agree seems enticing on the surface, but actually tastes pretty bland and flavorless once you start sipping it. Personally, I've never white-clawed. I can't white-claw. If you're boring AS, I cannot talk to you. Obviously, you want someone you're attracted to, and obviously you want someone who's attractive, But if you're boring, I'm I'm talkative. I could talk to a wall. But if you're boring AF, I don't care how pretty you are. I need someone I can have a good time with. I need someone I can have fun with. I need someone who has a personality and can keep me on my toes and put me in my place and challenge me. I don't care if it's some model-looking man. I've never white-clawed. Apparently, Laura has white-clawed, so she's going to talk about her white-clawing experience.
1: Indeed, I have white-clawed. I am not ashamed to say it being loud apparently i didn't realize it was a thing it was just you know oh he was really attractive but like had the personality of a doorknob but like
0: so how did you spend time with because him? i
1: was in a stage in my life where i didn't really care about him talking if you get my flow
0: if uh, you get her drift get wink flow. wink
1: i didn't really care about what he had to say we really didn't need to talk much i just liked that he was nice to look at so like listen i wouldn't do it now i moved past that sort of um behavior but there's some time and place for it Me, i do understand past
0: being shallow af past being uh um shallow <laughs> shallow yep don't sing on my podcast What,
1: lady gaga man
0: you have a horrible voice please don't sing on my podcast
1: yeah, but like i want other people to know that it's okay to sing even if you sound like a dying cow
0: you can sing all you want sing like no one's listening just not on my podcast okay you've heard the captain <laughs> anyways That's Laura's take on white-clawing. I can never do it. I just cannot. I don't know. Talk to me. Be my friend. I think if I get into a relationship, I want the guy to be my friend as well as my boyfriend. I don't know. I want to, like, have fun together and do fun things and, like, like, spending time with the person and, like, talking to them and, like, going on adventures and do cool things. As dumb as that sounds, that's kind of what I'm looking for. So... I can't white claw. If you white claw, good for you. You go, Glen Coco. I support you in all things, all the time, on all your future endeavors. Not for me. Maybe it's for you. But that's really all for this week. Um, Happy March 1st. March 1st is one of my best friends, Sarah's birthday. So shout out to Sarah. And tips and tricks March. So As always, thank you for listening to Zero Correlation and I'll be here next week.